listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. We are a growing community living out God's radical love. So, Happy New Year. Um, you guys might not recognize me. I've got a beard in my voice. My voice is, uh, is special today. I think I might be on. Or Am I on? Can you hear me now? Okay, sorry. It's not my usual big, high-pitched voice, but um, you'll have to do. So, uh, Happy New Year's. Thank, thank you guys for, for being here. I know it's, uh, if you're like me, you guys were up late last night, so just being here is like your first accomplishment of the year. So, um, congratulations. You made it. Um, you guys started the, the new year off right by being here at church, and I'm, I'm actually super excited to be here. And um, So, how many are you guys are going to start your... Your New Year's resolutions today. Who's going to start today? Okay, good. And who's going to start tomorrow? Because it's Monday, you know. I'm, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to eat one more last day of, of eat, eating uh, cake. But um, there's two kinds of people, right? There's those kinds of, of people that, um, that do their New Year's resolutions. And then there's some people, and I don't know if you might be one of them. My wife's one of them. says, I have a New Year's resolution. It's to not make New Year's resolutions. How many of you guys do that? Right? So, uh, um, <coughs> so sorry about my voice. Um, so there's some of us that, uh, you know, we make New Year's resolutions and then we, you know, we break New Year's resolutions. That's pretty much all of us. We, we make these New Year's resolutions and then we, we break them and then there's some of them that just don't make them in the first place. So those, uh, those are two kinds of people. <coughs> in my mind, um, tomorrow's actually a perfect time not to go to the gym, actually, because, right? Because have you guys been to the gym on January 2nd? or first, for that matter, and, uh, you know, I'm not sure you'll ever find a treadmill tomorrow, or, or one of those exercise uh, machines. Um, yeah, I used to go to the gym, obviously I don't go to the gym anymore, um, but I used to go to the gym, but I, I, I really don't like the gym that much. I, I actually start working out at home, not that I'm very consistent at it, as I, you can tell, but, um, but I used to go to the gym, and uh, when I would go to the gym, I, I would hate it, because um, especially this time of year, but, but, but all the times of the year, because the gym scene's just not for me, because I'm not like the most foreboding um, physical character, or, or I'm not all that patient either about exercise machines, and so, you know, you'd have this like 250-pound linebacker guy on the, the thigh master machine, you know, that one that you do the, that works your thigh adductors or something, and, and, I, and he'd be like doing the whole stack, and I'd be like, oh, I need to go to, I want to I do that machine, but I I'll just wait, and, um, you know, because I wouldn't want to go, like, hey, dude, can I uh, work in with you a set, and then have to, like, pull it all the way to the top, and be like, uh, yeah, anyways, I don't even know what that machine does, it's supposed to work your hip adductors, I bet you guys probably didn't even know you had hip adductors, but, um, but uh, if you want them to be strong, you got to use that thigh machine, anyways, um, so I stopped going to the gym, and, uh, and uh, that's, that's my gym story, I don't even know how I got off on that tangent, but, um, <laughs> so all of you guys who are going to the gym tomorrow, um, good luck and may the odds ever be in your favor. But, um, um, but the new year is really a time where we all kind of take stock of our lives and, and uh, we have this hope and excitement for, the, for the, what could be possible in the new year, right? We have this energy for making things, things new and making changes in our life because the, the year, the calendar has changed. There's something about that, that calendar changing over to 2017 that helps us think, like, wow, I could change something in my life. And, and um, 
And I, I always do this every year. I kind of take stock of what, what do I want to do differently in, in the next year? Because there's always these, these possibilities and the, and the vision that I can see that 365 years, I mean days from now, 365 days from today on, Jan, on uh, December 31st of 2017, how could my life be different? Um, and how, how could it be better than it is today? And I'm sure I'm not the only one that, that does this, right? You guys probably have done the same thing. And uh, the cl- cliche is obviously like, you know, you want to eat right, you want to work out, and you want to do those kinds of things. But, um, but maybe it's something else for you this year. Maybe there's something you've thought about like, gosh, I really want to change, change my life in this way. Maybe it's, maybe it's getting out of debt. Um, maybe you've set some plans in place to, to change your, your life and to change your, your family tree in terms of finances. And that, that's something that you're really looking forward to changing. Um, Maybe it's, it's a habit that you have that you know you need to get rid of, but you gotta, it's getting in the way of your relationships, it's getting in the way of, of your work or whatever it is, and, and it's a habit that you have that you want to get rid of, and, and, um, and you know that that's, that's something that you need to work on this year. Or maybe, maybe you need to ch- change the way you interact with your kids. You're yelling at them too much, or you're, you're uh, I don't know, get, get, uh, letting them play on their iPads too much. That's my problem, so I'm working on that. But uh, we got them iPads for, this, for Christmas, and boy, was that a mistake. So um, next week, next week, they'll, they'll, they, won't, they, won't, uh, they won't be working on them, right? So um, if you're in school, maybe it's changing your study habits, uh, working on not procrastinating. I was really good at procrastinating, as I've talked about before in school. So maybe it's just changing your stu- study habits. And I don't know what it is for you, but, but something this year, you know what it is that you need to change. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's, you know that God doesn't want you in this job and you need to change it. Um, again, I just don't know what it is for you. Um, maybe it's your relationships. Maybe it's your marriage relationship. Maybe it's a relationship you need to get out of because it's toxic. Um, there's something that God's calling you to do differently this year. And, um, and the problem is, and I know this is the truth because I've done this every, every year. I, have, I set these things in place and then two or three weeks down the road, um, you know, I kind of forget about them. Uh, but it's just the thing is that we know what we need to do, but we just don't do it. We know what we should do, but it's hard to do it. Um, I mean, even if you aren't a Jesus follower, right, you have these things you know you should do and, and, and you, you can't get them done because you believe that you need to not do that. You need, you need, you believe you need to not, not be, uh, not, I mean, to change, change the uh, way you're acting, and yet it's hard. And so we need a n- new way of making New Year's resolutions. And, uh, and, and it's interesting because this is a problem that's been going on for, for age, forever. I mean, the fact that we know what we're supposed to do, even if we're not Christ followers, even if we're not Christians, we know there's things that we, aren't right in our life, and we want to change them. (coughs) So we need to find a new way of of doing this New Year's resolution thing this year. And uh, so I I found a a scripture that really spoke to me about about how to do this. Um, And it comes from Galatians, and we'll talk about it a little later. But um, I want us to to really focus on this because, because I want something for you guys next year. This time next year, I want to to look back and say, wow, that's, that's something that God did in my life. That's a testimony that, that, that I have 
for the power of Jesus in my life. And I want you to see, do you have that next year this time. So, again, I, I, I said this has been a problem that's been around a really long time, this fact that we know what we should do, but we just don't do it. And in fact, it's a problem that, that God has, has addressed, um, and he has a plan for it in your life. This idea that we have things we, we know we shouldn't do, but just don't do it, is something that Paul really addressed a lot of. Um, and, and, and he talked about this issue a lot. You know, if you don't know who Paul is, and most of you do, but uh, Paul is this amazing preacher, and he's the leader of the early Christian church. And the early Jesus followers, he, he ran into this problem over and over again where there, there are these Gentile Christians, and then you're used to doing their, their, old, their old ways. They're, they're used to being living in kind of, you know, a, a culture not unlike our own, which is, you know, just used to doing whatever they want, whenever they want, with whoever they want, however they want to do it, and not really caring about um, what, what we would think of as, as, uh, as righteousness or go- the godly lifestyle. So that was one um, issue that Paul had. But then there was this other issue, which was these newly converted Jewish Christians who thought, well, I, I, I think I know everything. I got this all figured out. We've got these religious laws. We just have to, you know, put a little, sprinkle a little Jesus on them, and, and they'll be, they'll, they, they basically work just as well. And so Paul had these, these two factions within the Christian church that he was dealing with. One that, th- that wasn't quite um, living up to a standard that, that God had in terms of um, Holiness and the other side, which thought they had it all figured out and had, had and wanted to place these rules, all of the rules of the of the Jewish religion, with on these on these new um, Gentile Christians. And so, in that context, we we get to this <coughs> this church in Galatia, and Paul is writing a, a church, uh, writing to this church a letter. And um, <coughs> I'm sorry. They were off the, um, so th- this, um, so Paul is addressing this tension between these two groups, and um, he's writing to them about this freedom that Christ brought through the command that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This commandment of not only love God, the Jews were, thought they were really good at loving God, but it wasn't just loving God, it was loving each other and loving your neighbor. And the freedom that came with that, uh, the, the freedom of the message that Jesus sent, that Jesus came with, which is love one another. And so that we measure our relationship with God, our relationship with the Heavenly Father in a, in, in a way of how do I love my neighbor? How do I love that person that I don't quite get along with, that person that I think is doing it all wrong? And so that's the context that Paul is speaking to the church in Galatia about. And so we're going to start in Galatians chapter 5 <laughs> verses 16 through 24. And I'm going to read that up on the screen here. And start starts like this. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Get that to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. It's obvious what the works of the flesh are, right? We know about these. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, 
drunkenness, orgies, and the things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, and listen to this part. This is the part that's the most important. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So isn't that amazing? The fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of Jesus Christ in us are these things. So what does it mean to walk by the Spirit? What is Paul talking about when he says that? It's the sense of listening to what God is asking you to do and then allowing the Holy Spirit to give us this sense of what we should be doing. And in fact, when I asked you earlier what it was for you that you needed to work on this year, that you needed to change about your life this year, you already knew what the Holy Spirit was asking you to do. You knew that. But it's this fleshly desires, it's the flesh. It's kind of like our human desires that get in the way. And you know, two weeks from now, when that piece of chocolate cake is sitting in front of you, staring at you in the face, it's, it's those fleshly desires that, that get in our way. Or, or, or it's that, that little thing we have to have. You know, Dave Ramsey said, I can have a little bit of blow money, right? You guys, you know, those of you who have done this, Dave Ramsey, I know about Dave Ramsey. And, you know, we, we always try and justify it just a little bit. And then two or three or four weeks down the road, we're back to our old ways. It's those fleshly desires. It's sort of a few harmless text messages with a coworker. Nobody's going to find out. She, she's, you know, it's really nothing. Um, it's those types of things. I don't know what it is for you, but there's something, you know, that, that pops up, those fleshly desires. And, and it's obvious what they are. I mean, Paul gives us this wonderful list of things that, um, that the church in Galatia was struggling with. I think it's, <coughs> it's important to see. And we'll go back, um, Brendan, if you wouldn't mind going back one slide for me. So I can show you those. So there's these, these list of things, and they are like kind of like the Las Vegas sins on the top there. But, but don't, don't miss this, because there's also these other sins, and that these are the ones that he's talking to the Jewish Christians who think they have it all figured out. They've got, it, they've got these religious rules, and all they have to do is follow the rules, and everything will be great. And then these people over here, these ones who are doing all the, the sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, all those guys are the problem. But that's, the, that's actually another problem. He says here, dissensions, divisions, envy, rivalries, all of that stuff, Paul's get addressing that as well. These are all issues within the church that are not of the Holy Spirit. They are these fleshly desires, these, these, these ideas that we need to, um, that we need to get, get rid of by living in the Spirit. So that's kind of what we're, what we're looking at for our lives today and for this next year. But this isn't really an exhaustive list. For everyone in this room, there's something that you know that, you, that is that fleshly desire that, that pops up and, um, and gets in our way of what we want for the new year. So what, what is the answer that God has for us for these fleshly desires? It's the next slide. So go ahead and go back to the next slide. It's, it's the fruits 
of the Spirit. How do we have freedom from those desires of the flesh? How do we stay on track? And these are the fruits of the Spirit that Paul says the Holy Spirit gives us, that Jesus Christ, who has the power over death, he has power over death, he has power over this flesh. If you're in Jesus, if you abide in him, you have this power. These are characteristics of you. These are the things that are the fruits of living a life following Jesus. <clears throat> the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. It's not about following the rules. It's not about the law. By following Jesus, we have access to these. So with the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ comes life and fruit, which Paul lists right here. That's powerful. The fruit of the Spirit is powerful. And we are powerful because of Jesus Christ in us. As we walk with Jesus daily, he will produce this fruit. If we have a relationship with Jesus daily, he will produce this fruit. If we stay in a relationship, in a growing relationship with Jesus Christ, this is what characterizes us. And we have power over our fleshly desires. So my question to you is simple. What is it, <clears throat> which fruit of the Spirit do you need most this year? I mean, there's, there's lots of them. I asked my wife last night, what, which fruit of the Spirit do I need? And she said, all of them. Um, but... But there's probably one up there that you need to focus on this year. And you might not even know what it is for yourself. Maybe a better question to ask is really truthfully the one I asked my wife, which is, which of these nine things do I need to work on this year? Maybe you should ask your family. Maybe you should ask your grow group. As we talked about in the next couple weeks, we're going to start back in, in community grow groups, and that's, that's such a great place to kind of plug ourselves in, ask people those difficult, hard questions. What is it that I need to work on? And not only what is it I need to work on, when I, when I identify that thing, not only that, keep me accountable to it. If I say, this year, I need to work on gentleness, I need to work on self-control, or I need to work on being patient, who's going to be able to keep you accountable to that? That's where grow groups come in. So I really want to plug you, uh, make another plug for going and, and connecting yourself in with a grow group. And the most important person probably to ask which of these nine fruits of the Spirit you need to work on this year is, is ask God. <clears throat> ask your spouse, ask your family, ask your grow group, ask God, what is it that I need to work on this year for, for my life? And there will probably be a consensus because there's people on the other side of you that have to deal with you and they know you. So ask them. The Holy Spirit leading you towards one of these characteristics for the coming year, just one. I don't want you to, add, to focus on too many of them because there's too many to, to think about. And think back to that one thing that you 
knew about that you wanted to change this year in your life. That New Year's resolution that you probably came in here is a perfect day to come to church because you haven't had a chance to break your New Year's resolutions yet. So, so I'm going to catch, catch you before then. I bet you one of the, the things that you wanted to change, whether it was debt in your life, if it's getting out of debt, I bet you there's a few of these up here that you could focus on. One of them would be the most important. Maybe it's self-control. Maybe it's patience. If it's battling depression that you wanted to work on this year, anxiety, maybe you need the fruit of joy or peace in your life this year. Maybe you need to work on your marriage this year and, and, and you need some kindness and gentleness or love even. <clears throat> and I know what you're probably thinking. You've done this before. You've tried to change your life. You tried to make something different out of the new year and just fell by the wayside. And maybe you don't believe that you're going to be able to change it. But even if you don't believe you can change, God believes in you. The creator of the universe believes that these are your characteristics. And so there's so much power in Jesus Christ. And there's power in the fruit of being focused and dependent on Jesus Christ this year. Because with Jesus, all things are possible. In fact, even if you would say, I, I don't even know if I believe yet in Jesus. There might be a few of you out there that aren't even sure about this. God believes in you. In fact, he believes in you so much that he sent his son to die for you so that you could have this life. Love and joy and peace, kindness and goodness, faithfulness and gentleness, self-control. We all know we need this. Because God believes these things are possible for you. These are characteristics that your spouse wants for you. These are characteristics that your family wants from you. Your coworkers need this from you. The world needs Jesus followers who are characterized by this. So, what are we going to do with this? Just choose one. Ask your family, ask your spouse, your significant others, your coworkers, your grow group. What is it, what is it that I need to focus on? And then live a life that's in relationship with Jesus Christ. Because what Jesus Christ can do in your life over the next year, through these specific fruits of the Spirit, it's not your own effort anymore. It's Jesus Christ in you. The power and the freedom of Jesus Christ in you. Because we're no longer bound by the law. So as we leave today, I hope you'll focus on what God is calling you towards this relationship with Jesus Christ, because, again, with Jesus, the possibilities in this new year are endless. And the changes 
that you need in your life are doable. And I believe that these fruits of the Spirit can change the trajectory of your life this year and change the trajectory of your life for eternity. Because with Jesus, all things are possible. All things are possible. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for sending your your Spirit, your Holy Spirit, to live with us, to dwell with us, to change our lives. Thank you so much that these characteristics, these fruits of living a life with Jesus are possible this year. listening to the official podcast of The Mission Redlands. For more information, visit us at themissionredlands.com.